0: Welcome to the Agile Muse. We are the hosts. I'm Shree
1: and this is Ravi here
0: and we are conversing on everything that holds relevance with Agile.
1: So what are we talking about in this episode today, Shree?
0: Okay, so this is something that has come from one of our listeners Mm -hmm. and this is with respect to the sprint retrospective. So you know, as we all know that the purpose of the retrospective is to plan ways to increase quality and effectiveness. You know, your scrum team gets together, they inspect inspect how the last sprint went, you know, Mm -hmm. with regards to your individual interactions, processes and tools and their definition of done, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they identify the most helpful changes to improve the effectiveness of the scrum team as a whole. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: what happens when your scrum team in the last... Five retrospectives has not come up with any helpful changes to improve its effectiveness.
1: Are you sure like you want to take abs- this five? Five is a very big number. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Yeah.
0: So, so apparently, mm-hmm. uh, her team has uh, not come up with any improvement. They think they are doing absolutely well, or mm-hmm. I I don't know what the case is. But mm-hmm. they have nothing to improve so she is really struggling as a scrum master as to you know what do i do what is wrong here what is or wrong
1: what is happening mm-hmm.
0: yes okay so ravi what what do you think what do you think must be the challenges with this team
1: now if, what, if at all okay there is now what two? if now what if um no the, I, I don't think this is a very hypothetical question most of the teams after embracing scrum for some time they believe they are already mm-hmm. into a very mature high performance zone i don't know what makes them to think so um, mm-hmm. and and hence they they feel everything is taken for granted and there's nothing much to improve they they reach mm-hmm. a state of nirvana feeling that there's nothing nothing much <laughs> nothing much to think beyond uh, that point and they have reached a saturation uh, mm-hmm. now now think of how are you um how are you structuring your retrospective if you are a facilitator? Uh, mm-hmm. And like like you have difficulties when you start facilitating retrospectives initially with the teams who are not not very well versed with Scrum. I think, mm-hmm. do you still hold the same kind of tension on excitement and curiosity when you come for the nth retrospective? Like, like let's say the 20th retrospective is when you have this kind of forum scraping in. As mm-hmm. a facilitator, how open, curious, feeling completely new, and tensed in facilitating, mm-hmm. uh, if that that uh, state of mind is coming down, where people feel like very complacent, the team is already very matured, and you also start thinking similarly along with the team, uh, the rest of the developers, mm-hmm. uh, that's one way of you allowing the retrospective to be less and less effective, because you, mm-hmm. you're throwing back the same idea, you're throwing back the same approach it's kind of you giving them a template to think through. And that could be one reason where they are feeling less and less effective. And hence, Mm -hmm. uh, instead of thinking in terms of what to start, what to stop and what to continue. Now they are like, let's continue. There's nothing nothing much to stop and start. So that's also possible. So we need to change the structure, change the format, change the questions Mm -hmm. that you ask. If you Mm -hmm. think that you facilitating for quite a long time is, is, is also a bottleneck. Mm-hmm. Think of getting a co-facilitator, not necessarily mm-hmm. have to bring someone from outside, even mm-hmm. one of the developers, part of the scrum team, or, if, or even you can seek help from product owner. You and the product owner mm-hmm. can co-facilitate a retrospective. Think of what, what are the structures that, that was initially put forward. Now it's not working. Once it was working, has to go for a change. And that mm-hmm. could be a good... Uh, thinking uh, aspect what do you think
0: yeah fair enough yeah structure can be one mm-hmm. I'm also thinking about uh, you know is there uh, what kind of an environment is your retrospective is it I mean do the teams feel psychologically safe there um, you know could be a chance that uh, they have their line manager or stakeholders as a part of the retrospective or let's say you know this retrospective is an endless cycle of finger pointing and just blaming each other. And the team is frustrated. Mm-hmm. They don't see any, uh, tangible benefit out of a retrospective. So they mm-hmm. don't feel the need to open up and actually discuss things. Right. Um, that could also be one case. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what I'm thinking, uh, in, in, uh, teams, you know, where there is not a lot of psychological safety, people are actually reluctant to open up. Mm-hmm. Right. There may be an incident where, you know, uh, somebody was scrimmed at, let's say, mm-hmm. and no, you know, and there was no one to actually uh, calm the situation down and, you know, build that kind of safety. In that case, the team feels um, scared, uh, scared or afraid to open up, you know, that could also be something that you as a scrum master may have to look at. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. How comfortable is the team in opening up? What are their challenges in actually opening up? Do you, you do you sense any kind of resistance, you know, um, mm-hmm. when the teams try to speak or, you know, they're holding back from things? Are they not addressing the elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. Does everybody know that there is actually a problem, but uh, nobody's talking about it for a reason? And, uh, you know, they're also afraid of you uh, when you're facilitating and you're not able to, uh, you know, you're not able to make them open up, let's say, whatever, mm-hmm. they're not comfortable. So I mm-hmm. think that is another thing that I can think of.
1: Okay. Okay. So extending from where you left um, mm-hmm. in terms of safety, in terms of uh, creating an environment, which is more inclusive. I think it, it mm-hmm. also, it also needs a lot of um, behavioral, modeling right someone someone who can model the behavior of Mm -hmm. what you want them to do like if if I want you to speak why can't why can't I start speaking first making you feel a little comfortable Mm -hmm. unlike I'm I'm trying to facilitate a retrospective which is making you feel a lot more hostile and and still, mm-hmm. I want you to come out of that situation and speak, which is quite odd, unusual to happen. So, what if I'm facilitating? Can I be vulnerable? Can I be a lot more honest? Can I be uh, candid and, and and direct in passing on a message? What if when mm-hmm. I do that, the rest of the rest of the audience in the quorum gets some courage to do that, mm-hmm. instead of me trying to model the behavior that I want you to you to be, but rather um, what if I take that on my head and do that first? So I, I mm-hmm. directly influence you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, something, something. I, I I I always believe that if I want my teams to appreciate, team members mm-hmm. to appreciate, let me start doing that. If I want one of those team members to feel sorry about some of the mistakes they have done, I'll at least mm-hmm. want to start with mine. Say that what mistake I did in these two weeks. Like once I had an opportunity of sending a mail which those guys said, uh, the developer said, we will take it on ourselves. Like we will go talk to that person when, when mm-hmm. we find that individual available. But somehow like uh, I was an idiot, even now I'm an idiot. So I said, mm-hmm. give it on me, give that uh, task on me, my name and put it. Put my name, I'll take it on myself. And somehow mm-hmm. with too many, too much of responsibilities and, and task switching, I forgot. So they had mm-hmm. an easiest way to do, just go to the desk and talk. Instead, I said, I'll drop a mail. That mail never went. So it was entire two weeks went without me dropping a node and it got delayed and in the retrospective i i understood when i started i i made mm-hmm. a mistake and i opened up saying that apologies or sorry for all that delay caused by me and hoping next time onwards i won't jump in i'll wait till mm-hmm. nobody picks it up and i can see where i can help you with. and that mm-hmm. created a safe environment when i say safe mm-hmm. in, in terms of someone can apologize someone can say that i made a mistake and mm-hmm.
0: It okay. immediately
1: allowed others to open up.
0: Good, I, but but okay. what if
1: you, you write that on the board saying that be honest as one of the agreements or let's say be vulnerable and wait for somebody to start doing that. That, that uh-huh. someone or somebody might n- never come that moment. So it's going to delay an actual conversation to kickstart. So if you're facilitating, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you have to voluntarily think of some of your mistakes in the past and then come and talk about it here. <laughs> but you know that by by virtue, there's something happened, and you can deliberately use that as a pointer to uh, make others open up. So modeling the behavior I- you want others to do, right? You can you can start with yourself. Can can as well start from yeah. you can be truth. You can be truthful. Uh, you can speak the truth. You can be honest. You can be very direct. Um, you can be very crisp in conveying a message. You can be polite. You can be a lot more mm-hmm. kind in, in 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 letting others know that it's okay to be. Imperfect. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to fail. When when you tell them tell them and you model that behavior in you and you show them, it's quite Mm an awful way of influencing the other person. So that that would also open up a team even after 20th retrospective, where they feel like yeah, it's okay to, it's okay to talk about a mistake. It's okay to talk about something which, which didn't go well. So that can also Mm -hmm. open up an opportunity for improvement.
0: Correct. I think that's how you get the ball rolling. Huh. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that I was thinking of Ravi uh, uh, was probably the scrum team feels that there is no tangible improvement. Let's okay. say um, with each retrospective, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you take small steps and do your best to mm-hmm. keep this change, uh, you know, manageable and uh, You know, improve slowly. You can't take drastic steps and become like a super team overnight, right? Mm -hmm. Um, um, What about teams that come up with vague and very uh, non-specific improvements? Like, you know, we'll increase collaboration uh, or uh, we'll improve uh, communication amongst ourselves. You know, action items that nobody actually owns up to right? Okay. How, how are you going to increase collaboration? What is it that I you plan to do? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no metrics to track anything whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? People mm-hmm. are committing to very vague improvements and the entire team agrees yes, yes, we'll do it, right? It is mm-hmm. very hard to understand if they are actually very serious about the retrospective, right? Mm-hmm. It, it makes it very difficult to actually succeed in improving. Like when you say, yeah, yeah, we'll improve communication or we'll uh, increase collaboration in what way mm-hmm. how do you know you've actually accomplished that okay mm-hmm. that is one thing mm-hmm. and let's say there is no one taking accountability for any action item they agree on an action item and the team goes like yeah you know uh yeah we'll do it but nobody actually follows up on that mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. maybe you uh the scrum team does not reflect on the status of the previous retrospective's action item, right? We mm-hmm. That is never discussed. It's just assumed that, yeah, they are improving mm-hmm. or it's assumed that, yeah, they're taking care of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. When this happens very frequently, I don't think the Scrum team will also feel that they're actually benefiting from a retrospective. It's just another event that you need to attend and let's just get it done with because we're doing Scrum and this is a part of it. Let's just do it you know, hmm. Hmm. there is no owner, there is no accountability, there is no follow-up and hmm. your improvements are very generic and very vague. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think like how you started with, right, when, when it's not sure, very specific or not sure how did we achieve it, similar to what are mm-hmm. our, uh, our uh, invest principles that we have, invest acronym we have for Uh, product backlog items or user stories you can also Mm -hmm. apply some checkpoints on how relevant it is to the current context like like how you said uh, be more open Mm -hmm. in the retrospectives or be more um, vocal in all the conversations I've seen this um, near shore and offshore teams especially when they're distributed uh, the near shore folks will come back telling the offshore guys don't speak they don't open up. They mm-hmm. don't ask questions. So the retrospective, immediate retrospective will have an improvement opportunity saying that everyone will, everyone should speak up. And that's one item mm-hmm. they noted down. Now my question is, is it relevant to the to the current mm-hmm. scenario? Okay, it might be relevant. Now my next question is, how do you know you achieved it? Mm-hmm. What if you want exactly. to track that as an improvement? And the next question is, how do you know that mm-hmm. you achieved it? So is there a way that mm-hmm. you can add it add that text to to the to the improvement and make it more clear so that anyone mm-hmm. who reads it and wants to put their name on top of it saying that okay put my name for that improvement knows very clear mm-hmm. friend this is how we're going to this is how we're going to mark the status as done by by achieving this mm-hmm. three or four steps and mm-hmm. um, and most important things how do you how are you going to measure it mm-hmm. because it's improvement right it's continuous improvement or continuous adaptation so how are we going to Measure that we moved from a zone which was not very suitable to an appropriate zone in the name of adaptation. Or in that process, mm-hmm. we also improved and got ourselves better. So the Correct. way, the ways you're going to measure improvement and how specific mm-hmm. it is um, and how relevant it is to you, and mm-hmm. uh, and how are you going to measure it, especially when you say you achieved mm-hmm. it. What, what are the pointers similar to an acceptance mm-hmm. criteria, right? If you have two or three pointers which gives a boundary on saying that once you do all this or once we have mm-hmm. touched upon this an improvement is done so that anyone who Correct. is going to look upon an improvement uh, knows that mm-hmm. this is how we travel this is how we have progressed and hence it's achieved so I wish I wish uh, a team when they identify an improvement or a facilitator who is helping to find an improvement starts uh, nudging or pushing the developers in the zone to think in these dimensions so there's no there's mm-hmm. no there's no uh, merits in immediately writing an improvement and putting some name to it rather slowing down and asking all these questions how do you know that you've achieved it and Mm -hmm. how how important or significant or relevant in this context there are times you get some vague expressions like be honest or or be more vocal articulate better but Mm -hmm. okay now we are articulating better how relevant it is how important it is is it even essential needed in the first place Mm -hmm. Or mm-hmm. or what challenge are we facing by not articulating? So
0: mm-hmm. we need to
1: ask that question so that it will slow slow you down by adding all this verbose in the first place instead thinking about mm-hmm. how to how to make it very specific. And to the next yeah. point you said on the on the accountability right, I I have made a mistake of putting my name every time. <laughs> so that's a very wrong Chief pattern. impediment remover ah, is What you yeah, become, I, don't, right? I don't know i become an impediment <laughs> itself so retrospective <laughs> gets done and you know that last five minutes you have to somehow wind up logically bring it to a closure you don't want to again mm. open up this conversation go in circles and asking for who will want it immediately will say put my name put my name so mostly the scrum master who facilitates will have most of his or her name and another Correct. wonderful pattern is to put the team name itself like Team A, mm. Team B, Team C, like now, who in the Team A will own it? So it's uh-huh. it's always wise to check in that retrospective itself to see whether mm-hmm. can we find someone, can we have someone mm-hmm. who can volunteer, mm-hmm. nominate themselves, saying that okay, put my name on that, uh, let me mm-hmm. t- take take the responsibility of following it up with everyone, or mm-hmm. uh, or owning it to closure. Improvements can be done mm-hmm. by a couple of them or three of them. Not not necessarily you need an entire team to be owning it that's Correct. that's something which is possible and yeah one of the reasons i'm just wrapping it up one of the reasons why there's uh, vague improvements and also uh, lack of accountability seen on improvements is the fact that you you rush in a retrospective have you noticed it mm-hmm. because you somehow yeah. feel like you're going to get some award by keeping a retrospective it, in it, one it's
0: app. the last event of the sprint, right I you, know. you try to i don't know why yeah.
1: why people are very very uh, cheap and stingy and saying that we'll keep it in 40 minutes 30 minutes and yeah <laughs> and everybody's saying that we don't want more time in retrospectives it's like i don't want to be healthier i don't want to be rich some they don't say that but in, in a scrum context they say we don't want to improve let's keep it 30 <laughs> minutes and this is one of the reasons most of the facilitators struggle to navigate from one stage to another stage in the retrospective hence the final last two stages get compromised like we don't get a we don't do a retro for a retro to see how to improve and also, we don't mm-hmm. get clear action owners and action items identified. So most of the times you end mm-hmm. up seeing that it, it becomes like an art film or a documentary film, leaving the mm-hmm. viewer to interpret how it can end the movie. So, so rushing is quickly rushing on time boxing it very ambitiously is also one of the reasons why people start losing hope on the retrospectives or feel it's a lot more disconnected and hence they don't have any improvements.
0: Correct. I I think there was this discussion that I was having with the fellow scrum master sometime back when, Mm. uh, you know, she was talking about uh, what retro format should I use, because this has become uh, boring, you know, Mm, mm, what mm. went well, what did not go well. Mm. Um, And I remember having this discussion. Mm -hmm. um, And I asked her, you know, just out of curiosity, how, Mm. uh, what is the outcome of the retrospective? Like usually, you know, do they have action items? Mm. Uh, she like, yeah, it's there on and off. But mm. uh, our retrospective is like a place where we get energized. Mm. And I was like, okay, you just elaborate. Mm. Um, So uh, her main focus was, you know, on uh, uh, coming up with new games mm. uh, for mm. the retrospective, you know, mm. because they don't really have any concrete improvement mm. items that they discuss, right? So they thought, let's make the most of this me- meeting and let's keep it very inclusive, very engaging, Mm. you know, Mm. Uh, but the whole purpose of the retrospective was lost, you know, she was on every website possible to get get some new idea on the retrospective, you Mm. know, Mm. make like a musical thing or I don't know, like an appreciator, kudo boards and all. Uh, with no concrete action items coming, you know, mm-hmm. it was mostly about let's talk about the best things that happened this sprint. nobody's talking about the challenges,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: you know, what our learnings are, right? Uh, there was no inspection and adaptation happening there, right? Um, the focus is only to re-energize people so that they can survive another sprint, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do that because when you make your retrospectives a fun event rather than a event where the team introspects mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. when your focus is only on making uh, it a uh, safe and a fun event for the team without actually coming with any concrete items to improve mm-hmm. I-, I think somewhere you as a scrum master are you know you're also at fault.
1: Hmm, because
0: hmm, you do, hmm. you you truly haven't understood the purpose of retrospective, and nor are you making an effort, you know, for uh, you're, you're making an effort, you know, so that your team understands,
1: hmm, hmm,
0: right? Hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's not a fun meeting, right? It's there for a reason. It's one of the most true, important true. scrum events, rather. Hmm, so, hmm, yeah.
1: Hmm. What else? Hmm,
0: nothing else. <laughs> I mean, nothing that I can think of right now.
1: Okay. Uh, we'll come back because now a retrospective is not going to be ending that easily. I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen even experts will come back giving a lot of hints and pointers on retrospectives. let's let's get provoked by another question soon on a retrospective so that we'll think in trying to answer them, we can give more tips.
0: Yes, and, and I hope whatever we've discussed uh, uh, gives some pointers to uh-huh. our listener who's come up with this question maybe she can also go and introspect and see what exactly is happening in her retrospectives and if there is some takeaway, then i'd really be happy
1: Hmm, hmm, hmm. all right so okay then we can jump onto the socials
0: yes we can
1: okay um on that note let's call this episode to done and jump onto the socials um Mm -hmm. have a question feedback comments or anything to share which can help us to inspect and adapt and also uh, stay connected with your feedback drop us a note to gmail.com or you can connect with us through LinkedIn we have given our LinkedIn profiles in the show notes so you can do that or you're already using a better platform to reach us and you're staying connected please continue to do so until we get on to another interesting topic question from the listener or have Something rattling your mind, we you want to pick it up and answer. Keep listening to our past episodes and subscribe to our channel in Spotify and Google podcast. Spread the news about our Jail News to all your friends. Keep listening to our podcast. Stay safe and scrum on.